Welcome back to Strictly Footy Boys. Uh, first of all, I want to start off by apologising for no Saturday pod this week. Um, yeah, it's just some stuff came up. We couldn't get around to recording. A few changes, jobs, uni, whatnot. But we're back this week and we're back for round four. Uh, round three was pretty entertaining. Pretty entertaining. Um, a lot of upsets. Um, a lot of high-scoring affairs. A lot, a lot of upsets, a lot of high-scoring affairs. Before we crack into our round review and... By the way, we're recording this at 3.34, so you're getting our true live reactions to the team list, but as I said, before we crack into this, how are we going, bro? Doing well, on top of the world, mainly, oh, not 3-0, 2-0, but they've got the points for three wins, so I'm loving footy right now. Yeah, bro, I honestly don't know how you feel. Wish I could, but... When was the last time you had this feeling, bro? What? Of your team just... Being three and um, or like winning three in a row, there. yeah, or, or, or just like up there, just uh, like they're looking good. Oh, it was a couple of years ago, um, 20, 2020, I think it was. Was it twenty twenty or twenty nineteen? When did Brace Hoffman debut? Because at that time we were like sixth. Yeah, I don't remember when Brace Hoffman debuted. I think it was twenty twenty. Because 20... Yeah, it would have been. Because uh, Dewey was at fullback. That was when we had Harry Grant. Anyway. And then Harry Grant got injured. And we fell all the way down to 12th. Oh, okay. Yeah, I do remember this. Yeah, it was mid-season. Yep. Yeah, okay. Um, But yeah, bro. I mean, if you want to talk us through how you're feeling at the moment. I mean, Manly was the first game, so crack straight into it. All right. Manly versus Para on Thursday night at Brookie. First thing I want to go through, obviously, Manly. Uh, taking the dub. Josh Shostar, I thought he was amazing. Yeah, I mean, um, amazing, yeah. Obviously, on the stat sheet, he was amazing. I thought he was really good in the game. He influenced a lot of the attack. Um, I think I messaged you during the game just saying, like, he just he's so good at playing what's in front of him. And I think that's so important with a young half because I think it's easier to work with a young half that can play what's in front of them and then build them into structure rather than someone that's so structured and can't play what's in front of them because we've seen with Brooks you know Brooks was so used to playing with structure and then as his career progressed the structure kept changing and he couldn't just play what was in front of him and you know now he's struggling but I think yeah really impressive signs for Shusty I think I would like him to run the ball a bit more I think I think the fact that you're um your halves didn't run the ball that much is a little bit concerning um, and I think the fact that you can see the 30 points is a little bit concerning because I thought you looked the dominant side for probably 75% of the game but I mean you can't complain about you know undefeated start to the year um, you can't complain about any of that so you know it's just on the way into next week for Manly the players seem pretty disappointed as well with the defensive effort at full time when they're getting interviewed so again it shows that they've realised that yeah but yeah back to your point about Schuster I thought yeah he was unreal I still think there's a lot to work on in terms of defence and maybe a bit more running yeah he definitely needs to work on his defence a little bit um I've got here that he's just an amazing uh, space creator. I don't think he's someone... He, I mean, he had three try assists on Thursday night, but uh, I don't think he's someone that's always going to get on the stat sheet because he's usually the one squaring up the defense, throwing yep. the ball out the back to yep. Tommy, and then Tommy will get the line break assist or line break or whatever. So uh, I think Schuster's is good at that. Another thing... I have a theory about why he throws no-look passes so often. Because... 
I think it's because he takes those extra steps into the line. He has to kind of just trust that Tommy's going to be there. He can't take yeah. the time to then look and then... Yeah, I think extra time, it, it'll throw the timing all off of the attack. Yeah. I have a feeling it's got something to do yeah, with that. Yeah, it probably does. probably does. Because um, those few extra steps he takes always bring in defenders. Yeah. I think I think the point I was going to make is... I, for Schuster, he'll probably, I think he'll probably be similar to that Matt Moylan at last year. Yep. You know, Turbo's so ball-dominant like Hines was. And Moylan was just, you know, hitting out back to Hines or Kennedy and they were the ones actually getting the try assists and obviously Moylan played a big hand in the play um, and the points but didn't show up on the stash heat, right? So, yeah, I do agree. He'll probably get far more try contributions than he will for try assists. But, you know, three in your first game is not too shabby either. Yeah. Now, on to a point that you kind of went on before is... Manly really need to stop having lapses of concentration in the game. Because yeah. you, you said... Well, I don't think it was actually a poor defensive effort. I just thought... I, I mean, for 90% look, of the game, it was great defensively. Yeah, and then 10%, shocking. Look, if you can see 30 points, it's a bad defensive yep. effort. You know, I I think the way you power scored their tries too, it wasn't like it was any lucky bounce of the ball or anything. There were majority... It was poor defense. ...structural plays, yep. and they were just attacking um, to Pilotto's edge through Sebo mm-hmm. and through Wonga Blake, even Dylan Brown. Um, but, you know, I, you still won at the end of the day. If you can win those games where you can't you can't really defend your line too well, then you're not in a bad spot because you know your defense is going to come good the more you train together. And it's a relatively new team. You know, there's some new combinations in there. Um, obviously, Tommy being back after a year, still got to kind of gel back with, like, Schuster playing in the halves and this Jake prop and all these different rotations that Seabold's now running and even having Seabold as a coach, right? I think... Defense will come. Um, I think the fact you're attacking so well is a really promising side uh, sign. I think it was really promising for Parramatta fans too, the fact they could score 30 points because um, they've struggled a little bit in an attack to start the year. Even though they scored, what, 20, 26 or something against the Sharks, a lot of it was just scrappy tries. Yep. and um, There's a couple of nice plays by Hopgood. But, yeah, for Parramatta, starting 0-3, I'm a little bit worried about them, to be honest, because... Yeah, I know all the talks about the Tigers starting 0-3 and, and, you know, they don't look good, but I wouldn't necessarily say parallel good either because they lost to a, what, a Melbourne team who have looked atrocious in the last two games. Um, granted, Munster did play, but yep. he was he was injured. Um, they lost to a Nico Hines, lost Titans, and a Manly team under a new coach, everything, and Manly have looked good, but... I'm saying, like, this is, again, last year, 100% expected on win that game. Yeah, no, I, I think Parramatta, I, I, I'm not even too sure what it is. I can't pinpoint what exactly. I, I think it's their forward rotations, if I'm being honest. Defensively, I think they're lacking, especially in the middle, because they seem to want to play Junior Polo 66 minutes a game and then hop good 80 and... Their bench rotation in the middle has been horrible, and especially on a hot weekend, that, that, that would come into play, I'm sure, defensively. Um, but, but yeah, I, I thought positives power, I thought Gutho was very good for them. I thought he was the one that when they needed someone to step up, um, 
he was the guy that came through for them in the moments, especially at the back end of the first half. I think he really pushed um, Parramatta back into the lead after going down fourteen nil early. But yeah. uh, I don't see much much other positives to be honest. Yeah, um, just for just for Para before we move on to the next game, just they got to sort out a utility because Hodgson is not lasting these eighty minutes and. You know, I think he's been okay for what people expected of him, but I wouldn't say he's been anything close to what Reid Marnie was for them last year. And I think Reid Mar- Marnie kind of, um, you know, he goes without a bit of credit sometimes for how much he did for Para and especially their halves, because you can see their halves look a bit out of whack too with playing with Hodgson. The whole spine kind of looks a bit mixed matched. I guess they got a gel too, you know. It's a new, whole new back row at the moment without Lane and Madison. Obviously, they get Madison back this week. Um, but yeah, there's it's back to the drawing board for Para in my opinion. I think Simonson and Wonga Blake need to be taken out. And obviously, they lost... Uh, Sean Russell, but they do have Lumi Lumi. They do have other wingers that they could choose from to play on the wing. They got Dunster too. Yep. Changes need to be made. That's the fact. I know they won't change probably any of their one six seven nine thirteen, but you know, obviously their front row as well keeps their place. But just along the back line and you know some of the second rows, I don't think Bryce Cartwright's exempt from being changed out to a bench roll or something, uh, especially to accommodate for Madison or whatever they want to go for. So, I mean, Madison will probably come in for Dury this week. And yeah. I don't know. I, I think they're going to bring Madison back in through the middle. Well, that's, that's what I said, but... Just because just I, I don't just, think Dury and Cartwright have been that bad, and I think they I don't, need more minutes in the middle. I don't think they've been bad. I just... If, if you want to get back to finals form, I don't think you can have a back row pairing of Dury and yeah, Cartwright. That's fair I much enough. I much prefer looking at Lane, Madison, Hopgood on yeah, paper. That, that, that's definitely fair enough. And just on that uh, utility point, watching uh, Parramatta's reserve grade side, um, there's a guy named Brennan Hands who plays nine, which would suit Hodgson perfectly. Uh, had a try assist, 51 tackles, zero misses. What? Well, well, was he the nine? He was the nine. Yeah. I'm not sure he has a top 30 contract, though. That's why I've also got yeah. here. I don't know what Jake Arthur's doing at halfback in reserve grade, but he had 34 runs. Huh. That's, yeah, that's crazy. He had 34 runs as a halfback. For Even forwards many, don't have that many runs. For how many metres? 170, 180-odd. That's not good. That's not good. But I think he's really trying to get get into that utility role. I, I, I've ne- I don't think I've ever seen someone off 34 runs. Yeah, that's insane. It'll be interesting to see Paris' team this week. Uh, moving on to the Friday 6 o'clock game, which was the Knights versus the Dolphins. The Dolphins come out victorious for the third week in a row, 36-20. Obviously, the Knights were completely decimated, but again, great effort by the Dolphins. They had a couple sim bins, but... I mean, we'll get on to the refereeing in a sec because it's the first thing in my notes. Hey, I'm going to say Felice Cafusi's three weeks is a bit, a bit of a joke. Do you think it should be opinion. less or more? I, I think it's three because he's got carryover points, mostly. Apart from that, it would be once two weeks. But um, I honestly don't think it was that late. Yeah, well, what's your take on that? Um, I think when you play it in slow motion, it looks a lot worse. 
than than what it is. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. I think you know now they've introduced this eleven day concussion protocol as well. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't really have many thoughts about it. I don't really know how they grade things anymore. I mean, Clemmer did a blatant hip drop, hip drop against the Bulldogs, and he got nothing. Yep. So I don't even know how they how they grade anything anymore. To be honest with you, bro. I'm not sure. What was the refereeing? I was just poor. Gonna... It was just really poor. Um, some of the calls against the Knights inside the inside their own twenty. Just something like the Dolphins were allowed to lay in the ruck. Yeah, I just think it was poor. I just think, you know, I'm not I'm not con- like conspiring saying that the the NRL is telling referees to, you know, make the Dolphins win a certain amount of games or whatever. Um, I'm just saying like the referee was a bit one-sided for me. Yeah. I, I thought the Dolphins deserved to win, but yep. you know, I thought this was probably their worst game that they played, and I thought the couple couple of calls were a bit dodgy. And I'm gonna be I'm gonna be completely honest. I don't I think we were wrong about the Dolphins that they're gonna be last, but I, don't, uh, I, I still think that they're being a, a little bit overrated based off these three wins. Well, look, the Dolphins won seven tries to three, so refereeing probably doesn't have too much to do with it. But to be fair, it was really close for most of the game. Yeah. Yeah, I think probably penalties came in. I probably gave them a bit more field position and stuff. Yeah. Um, the one thing I wanted to say with the Dolphins is uh, I was looking on average, right? <clears throat> and for the for the average team to make the finals, they need to win about 12 to 13 games. There's more rounds this year as well. Then you so maybe well, maybe every team's more playing than that the same, as well. Everyone, every team's playing the same amount of games as they have in previous seasons. 24. Oh, yeah. No, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, because there's just more buys. Yep. Um, so, the Dolphins are 3-3, which means they only need to win 9 to 10 of their remaining 21 games. I still don't see it happening, if I'm being but honest. that's under 50%. Like, if you look at their draw, let me bring up their draw. If you see the Dolphins' draw to finish this season, let's see if we can point out where they can get it. These wins. So, Broncos, I think Broncos will beat them. Dolphins, Dragons. It's a winnable game. I'd take, probably take the Dolphins. I'd take Wind Stadium. Let's just say... We'll quickly run through these. We, I'm not we, gonna spend we could tip the Dragons. I'll go, I'll go the Dolphins. A lot Dolphins. of people would tip the Dragons, but let's just say it's a winnable. Winnable? So, we'll give them all. We'll, we'll see how many win. winnable games they are. Okay. So, Broncos will probably lose. Dragons will say winnable. Cowboys in Towns will probably lose. Yep. Rabbitohs probably lose. Titans, winnable. Yep. Raiders winnable. Yep. Sharks loss. Storm. Nah, they'll have Munster and all that okay. back. Okay, so so far we've got three winnable games, so they're up to yep. six wins. Then they got the Dragons again in Redcliffe, I'd say that's a winnable. win. Warriors at Mount Smart. Winnable. 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 Yep. Um Seagulls probably a loss. Para probably a loss. Broncos probably a loss. Titans again winnable. Yep. Uh, Panthers probably a loss. Dogs, I'd say winnable. Winnable. Knights, winnable. Yep. Tigers, winnable. Yep. Warriors, again, winnable. So it's one, two, three. What round are we at? That was it. So oh, that's all of them? So that's 10 wins. So that's 13 altogether if they get yeah. all their win- if they win all their winnable games. Yep. I, think, I still think it's tough. It's tough because, you know, you get the Tigers here at 
at home. I mean, you know, you don't know what they're going to look like to finish the yep. year. Warriors and Mount Smart's a bit of a hoodoo game. Uh, the Dogs at home's probably a bit tough. Uh, Titans at Seabus, I probably doubt they lose. Um, so yeah, even, it, even the Warriors are looking good as even well. Even the Dragons at Wynn Stadium I, and Canberra. Uh, McDonald's Park I'm not sure where that is um, they have some winnable games but I also think we're probably a little bit too high on them at the moment yeah I do have some positives for them though from the game I thought Tom I mean, they, Gilbert they won by 16 bro. and, and Lemuelu were brilliant mm-hmm. uh, Lemuelu was listed in the middle but I, I heard that he played most of his game on the edge but he, he got through a ton of work so did yep. Tom Gilbert and I thought Sean O'Sullivan's game management yeah, he's been very impressive. It's so good. Especially with Marshall King out, he really he was really impressive. I thought so too. Nick Arima did a good job yeah. coming off the bench at yep. nine. Um, what was the other point I was going to make? Um, think about this. Hamaso, mm-hmm. uh, Asako, yep. um, Tessie New, Branko Lee. <laughs> Who was their other center? Aitken. Aitken, um, O'Sullivan and Katoa. Only Ewan Aitken was a starter last year on a, on any team. Oh, t- uh, is that no? Yeah, Hammer didn't start. Nah, um, just seen you started quite a bit. Did he? Yeah. Was, yeah but, where? What? Fullback. Over tomorrow, Martin. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was there for a couple of games at least, like five. Uh, okay. A double check. Regular starters. Yeah. O'Sullivan okay. would have been there for a few games yeah. as well. Clear he was yeah. out. But I, I think that's an insane stat for them to be 3-0 and have that many guys sitting in reserve grade. Yeah, I agree. I think that's just credit to Wayne better. I, I think it is too. Moving on. What was the eight the o'clock game? Oh, this was a bloodbath s- again. This was a snooze fest. I had no fun watching this game at really? all. Really? This was crap football. It's like the Jersey Flag game we watched, bro. They just Horrible went at it all football. the time. Yeah, I yeah, I got a bit. I get a bit bored of these rivalries. I know it's such an old rivalry, but yeah, I get a bit bored of them. Like they play each other twice a year. And we have to get up for it every time. Like I've, I've watched them play thirty six times. <laughs> like every time, CS versus Roosters, you get smash each other. Like yeah, it's a big game, but again, this game was boring. That's the reality of it. South went boom boom. You're like, okay, South's gonna run away with this thing. Roosters go boom boom boom. Then you're like, what happens here? Then they go, boom, Jackson Polo scores again. Oh, it's over. Isaac Thompson scores in the 78th minute. Here we go for two minutes. Like, you know what I mean? The Roosters yeah. were crap outside of that 20 minutes. Yeah. I'm not convinced on either of these teams in South for my premiership pick. Look, uh, I thought Roosters were much better in attack than they have been over the last... Over the first two games, I thought they were very clunky in those first two games. So I think it's another small step forward for them. Yep. I thought Jackson Paulo was very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Minor's try saver, not the one where he cleaned him up, but the, the actual try saver was very good. Yep. He knocked it out of Tass's hand. I didn't um, think Joey Manu looked all that good, though. I thought, I mean, he's Joey Manu, apparently, he, he could have refractured his face. Yeah, because cheek him. Yep, but they do have a bye next week. 
and then he's got a one-game suspension. So okay. if it's like a two-week recovery or something, they can yeah. just put it under his suspension. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, South, I thought Kalamatangi was incredible again. Yeah. I thought their halves were poor. I thought their whole spine was pretty poor. Yeah, I. but the thing with Mayfield Trello is, right, he's not really a game-breaker. Like, he's not going to go get his hands on the footy. Like, obviously he is, but he's not like a Tom where he's going to sniff around the ruck for the ball and try to yep. get... Like, he's he's an elite support player. Elite support player, yep. but he's not going to come in and get the ball and make a big break up the field, right? And when Cody Walker and Ilias aren't, aren't getting him that ball... He can't do what he does best. Like, Cody Walker, five runs, 26 metres. Yeah. He's someone that's supposed to be uh, a running... I was going to put him in my super coach to start the year, remember? Someone that was... Thank God I didn't... Someone that's supposed to be a running six. Yeah. Five runs with 26 metres. Ilias... Um, yeah, since round one, Ilias has... 40, done. Nine runs for 45 metres. Yeah. It's not great. Yeah. I thought that's... Four, 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 errors, for, four errors for Ilias as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, another guy I thought had a big game, Campbell Graham. I think that right edge is looking better, even with Ilias not performing the last two rounds. I think it yep. still looks good. Mm-hmm. And um, my other one, I, I think my wish is going to come true this week because I've got a few injuries in the middle. But I, I said my Wiley needs to play more minutes. Yeah. I thought he was he gives him good, very, very, very good minutes in the time he plays. I think he needs needs a little bit more. Now, yep. obviously, with Jai Arrow still out, Totola's going to miss a few weeks. Harm Sele is under concussion protocol. Yep. Um, Shaq Mitchell's going to be out for a few weeks. Uh, I think this is a perfect chance for him to get get bigger minutes. Yeah, 100%. Uh, moving on to the Saturday games. The three o'clock game, the Gold Coast Titans defeat the Melbourne Storm in the Gold Coast, thirty-eight to thirty-four. I didn't catch this one live. What did you make of it? First thing I want to say is the Storm's record since Pappenhausen went down is five wins from fourteen. Ooh. I didn't realize it was that bad. Yeah, that is very bad. So Ooh. five and nine. Yeah, it's about thirty five percent win rate. Yep, um, they could be missing Munster this week, and they're definitely going to be missing Jerome Hughes. So if they're missing both of them, I'll, Come on. Uh, I give the Tigers a, a little bit of a chance. A little bit. Mate, they got battered by the Titans. Come on, give me a break. Um, I thought Brimson was amazing again. Mm. I, I've said that almost every week. Um. Really I think up. Pong has fallen out, fallen a little bit out of this fullback race. Queensland. He's already up to uh, four tries. I think it's Brimson or Walsh. Yeah, I think I picked Brimson. Yeah, I think Brimson. Yeah, you picked fullback. Brimson. I picked Pong, but I've got Walsh at the moment, just yeah. ahead of Brimson. Mm-hmm. But uh, of course, Brimson's already got the experience in yep. Origin. Uh, I thought Foran controlled the game pretty well on the edge, he although ho- he, he got hooked. He 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 got rested. He he wasn't bad. No, he got hooked. It wasn't because he was poor. Oh, was it easy injury? They took no, him no, off no, no, no. I think it's becoming a tactic that they're switching foreign out for Jaden Campbell and then bringing foreign back on late game, which I actually thought worked out really well. Yeah, okay. That's a bit weird. Yeah, I thought it was too, but it worked for them this week. Beat the Storm. So, I mean, they looked horrible without Munster. <laughs> they just don't have direction. They don't have intensity like they normally do yeah they're missing big nelson they are welch played 32 minutes did he get injured i th- i don't think so 
I'm going to be completely honest. Minutes. I don't think so. You sure he only played 32? It says here he played 32 minutes. Sure you're not looking at fantasy points? Played 32 minutes. I didn't see him get injured. Going to be completely honest. Uh, I thought Eli Katoa was a standout again. Eli Katoa was very good. So was Jonah Pezzen. Yep. Those are the only two standouts I picked out of yep. the whole time. Yep. Um, yeah, Titans' back line looks really good. I think Camperio might be top try scorer uh, in his rookie year. Seems like he's um, jagging, what, he's got a four now, three? Three and three now. So AJ yep. isn't scoring that much at the moment. So who knows? Maybe we've got a little smoky rookie of the year on the card. I don't not smoky rookie of the year, rookie of the year try scorer. Yeah. Who? Oh, what other rookies are there at the moment? I think, Pres- could be I think Preston's the best at the moment. Yep. Yeah, no, I'd agree with that, to be honest. And Katawa's been pretty good, too. Yeah. Uh, that's all the notes I had on Storm vs. Titans. Yep. It was a pretty... Although it was 38-34, it was a, it was a pretty poor game, if I'm going to be honest. Yeah, the scoreline represents that. There was yep. no intensity. Uh, moving on to the 5.30 game. The New Zealand Warriors take down the Queensland Cowboys 26-12. to 12. Upset of the round, I would say, in Townsville. The Warriors win at five tries to two. I'll be completely honest. Johnson was great, but I didn't see any Warriors. Okay, Marcelo Montoya was good as well, but he was on the wing. Didn't have too much of an impact. Who, Montoya. Montoya. Didn't have an impact. He was good on the wing. Two tries, 250 metres, six tackle breaks, three line yeah, okay. breaks, two offloads. But if you watch the game... Pretty good. Yeah, okay. If you put another winger there, they, they have similar stats, Okay. in my opinion. He, he was good. So Cowboys defence, pretty poor. I'm saying... I thought... Taupiki. Is it Tuapiki? Taupiki? Yeah, I thought he was incredible. Because to me, there wasn't many Warriors players that stood out from what they usually do apart from SJ, who who was good. And I thought Taupiki was a, a big difference maker in this game. Um, do you think there's any chance that, given how good Taupiki was, that they move Chance to centre? Yes. Do you think there's a chance? I think there's a chance, but I don't think that's what they'll do. Yeah, I don't think so either. But uh, I, I don't know, man. I would think about it. Chance obviously wasn't horrible at yeah. fullback. He, in fact, he played very good in round one and got injured in round two. So Egan, very very impressive. Wade Egan, great again. He, he's he's improved immensely. His running game from dummy yeah. half, especially. He's got three tries as well. I think. Yeah, he's got three and three too. Uh, just moving on to the Cowboys. I made a point. Now I know I probably didn't say it on the pod, but I made a point that last year the the Cowboys had. Everyone at the peak of their powers. They had well, Tamalolo, not really his one, Dallium, so probably not the peak, but very, very good. Tamalolo, uh, Nanai, 17 tries, Drinkwater, third or fourth in Dallium. They had Townsend did and playing like representative halves. Um, their whole four pack was just monstrous getting through a ton of work. Ruben caught a breakout, Reese Robson breakout. Their whole backline Val. Picks for Origin as well. Yeah. Backline Val Holmes, Talungi, Felt was scoring tries. Hiku was like one of the best defensive centers in the game, making a ton of meters. Even their bench was super productive. It's hard to replicate such a, a season where everyone's at the peak of their yep. 
they're playing. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, I'm not saying the Cowboys are bad I still think they'll bounce back. But I expected them to go 8 no to start the year. And what I they, think I had them 8 no as well. Almost. One, and, 1 and 2, and they've won by one point. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, I think it's still concerning. I think it's their defense. Yeah, well, I think the defensive intensity has been horrible. I think they made yeah. could be an anomaly because it was you know it was forty degrees odd, but they made a lot of errors as well. Yep. Or at least it seemed like they did. I haven't actually checked the official stat on how many they made. I'll check right now. For but that. it seemed like their completion rate would have been quite low. Yeah, their error apps just stopped working. Because teamless, we just got announced. Yeah, brilliant. Sorry. All right, well, we'll just do it. We'll just do Broncos Dragons. Oh, one more point yeah, I wanted to make. Um, Cossie's just re-signed till twenty twenty-five. Montoya's playing probably the best he's ever played in his career. It's hard for Dallin to crack does Dallin side. does Dallin fit back in? Well, not on that whatever deal that he's been reported on. So, does does he come back in over Cossie? I don't know. Don't know if he can bring him back in. The Broncos and the Dragons, 18 all until the last eight minutes. The Broncos beat the Dragons 40 to 18 in Suncorp. Reese Walsh, I wouldn't say a superstar game, but obviously he still came up with two tries and a try assist. Yeah, last thing minutes. For I think Adam Reynolds has been exceptional start this year. Reynolds, Payne Haas, and Carrigan have been immense. And yeah, I don't have much to say. I think the Dragons were very poor. They were very dominant in the first half and then completely flipped to being like horrible in the second half. Could not score. Yeah, I've got here Reynolds has the best kicking game of all time. I probably, Big call. I probably still give it to JT. It's a bit reactionary. Uh, but yeah. Well, yeah, of course it's reactionary. I wrote it as, as I was watching it. But man, he had the ball on a string. Yeah. Um, Stags starting to find a bit of form as well. He looks much better. Farmworth got the wrong time. Their centers looking incredible. Everything's just going well for them. Yep. I don't have too many thoughts on this game. I thought this was probably the worst game I've seen from Ben Hunt in a while. Yep. Um, I think Jaden Sullivan is definitely not safe in that six either. I think Amon probably comes back in sooner or later. Mm -hmm. Apart from that, I mean, Dragons forwards were a little bit soft in the second half. That's kind of why they got steamrolled. But there's still not a lot to be disappointed for the Dragons fans outside of that absolutely atrocious eight minutes where they let in 22 points. Yeah, I, I agree. They, they went toe-to-toe with one of the hottest teams in the comp for the first 72 minutes of that game. So Yeah. All right. Uh, you done with that yeah, game? done with that game. Tigers and the Bulldogs. Now, we won't speak about this one for long because I just want to put myself out of this misery. Um, at Belmore Oval, never expect, I never expected to win. Um, just wanted to see some good effort. And... For 65 minutes, there was no effort at all. Um, the Bulldogs, you know, a lot of people saw the scoreline 26-6 and thought the Bulldogs were, you know, playing up to top four level, but I wouldn't say they were that good. Not top four level, but I thought they were pretty good. I thought they were good, but I think a lot of it was done for the Tigers' errors. Like, Oh, 100%. The first one was at intercept which was a pass that never should have been thrown. There was two lines that were wrong. Yep. They were horrible. Um, and the second one was like Alamotti took a kick on the fly and there was no one back because like, everyone was contesting the kick. So those two tries, yes, you can prevent them, but it's also just unlucky how the ball's going to bounce. Um, the first try, apparent was worked really well and Burton's try was just too easy. Yep. 
I, I think the tie the Tigers showed a lot with when Wakem came on. I think that's probably been the biggest talking point throughout the week. And obviously, we'll see when we get into team lists. Um, you know, if they've decided to leave Wakem at six um, and go with Brooks in the seven, whatever they do. But there's changes that need to happen to the Tigers, and I thought the Bull- yeah, I thought the Bulldogs were good, but that last 15 minutes or so it would be really concerning for them going forward. Yeah, I completely agree there. I'm going to run through my uh, kind of smaller notes quickly, and then I've got a bigger point I want to talk about. Uh, I had Burton probably at his best game of the season. Looked yep, very easy. good. Easily. Easily. Um, I thought Naden was very good for the Tigers in probably a poor team for the start of the game and uh, I had no one absolutely nobody's going forward with Appy when he runs out of dummy half yeah and I expected Saints to kind of be that guy but didn't see much of it but I do want to make one point and that is this game was an absolute tale of two halves yep first half what was it uh, half time 20 to 6 yep 20 to 6 second half 16 6 Tigers mm-hmm. so I mean, if the Tigers can produce the second half defensive effort every week mm-hmm. and then, you know, not pile on those points in spouts, but, you know, work their points during the game, obviously they can attack the same way, but, they, I mean, they don't have to score three tries in five minutes or whatever it was. But if they can provide that defensive effort and intensity, they're going to win games. Yeah. Their attack just needs to gel and Wakeham kind of looks like the glue because he's straightening them up, going to the line, and that's where that opens up Brooksy's running game and it opens up, obviously, the whole field. Yeah, well, I wouldn't say Tigers have been good to start the year, but people need to realise they've got a whole new team, a whole new structure, a whole new system. It's, it's not going to come straight away. Yeah. So, uh, the, the big talking point I wanted to talk about, though, was Dewey. Possibly shifting a fullback. Um, yeah. They've been named now, but we'll obviously go through it uh, in a second. But um, I just thought... I know that that intercept was probably more Towers' fault. Yeah, I think he ran. I think he ran the wrong line. Yeah. But just so, some of the when Dewey makes mistakes, he can sometimes just come uninterested. Yeah. yeah, and throw his hands up. Like there was one play that I watched. He threw an absolute hospital ball to Bateman, and yeah, he knew and it Bateman, straight away, and he just turned around. Bateman was ta- like hit by two people, and he yeah. still tried to. Hit. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. But uh, that's the only thing I can say about Dewey. Hopefully, he gets more involved at fullback. He was great for Lebanon there. Um, has been all right for the Tigers in the past there. So, yeah. hopefully, with his hands on the ball more, he can get, yeah, we'll see. can get into it. We will see. I thought, yeah, a couple of names from the Bulldogs that were pretty impressive. Preston again. Alamotti again. Um, Burton, obviously. I think Perrin probably played his best game yep. of the year. Marnie um, was good again. Marnie was awesome. Flanagan even played his role quite well. I thought just all together it was a great team performance from the Bulldogs. Yep. Agreed. On to the last game, Raiders or Sharks. I don't have much to say about this one. Ah, uh, but who tipped the Raiders? Okay. I was, was going to say tipped the, the Hoodoo Raiders. continues. The Sharks have a lot of hoodoo teams. I think that's 10 out of their last 11, the Raiders are beating the Sharks. It ju- it's or something just, ridiculous like that. You can't tip against Canberra when they play at home. Yeah, that's fair. You that's can't. Fair enough. Unless it's a big world yeah. beater, they'll always get up for it. Yeah. And I knew this, sh- like, the Nico Heinless Sharks Mate, were going to have a poor game at some I point. was thinking about it, and then, Kot- oh, like, I know Kotrick isn't a massive, massive thing, but I, yeah. I saw... 
Who, who was it that came in? Uh, Schiller. I saw Schiller, Smith Shields, Albert Hoppawati, Seb Chris at fullback. Yeah. And I was like, nah. Yeah. Nah, nah this ain't happening. Tim McCall played an outstanding game. I thought Cronulla were quite disappointing all over, apart yep. from Brinson Nakora. I thought he was great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Apart from that, I thought Sharks are disappointing. I thought, I think the last two weeks, Sione Katoa's been pretty disappointing. Uh, just He's makes fair. a lot of errors. Oh, well, has made a lot of errors. Poor defensively, but... Yeah, I haven't like got that, much that to say. That try should never have happened. Yeah. But Horsburgh was great. That's another... Yeah. I thought Starling has been amazing to start this year. I think Starling has to start. I think they'll bring Wolford in. I don't think they'll change his role. Yeah, that's fair. I I saw some meme saying Starling will play 70 minutes this week and have an absolute blinder. And then Ricky will play him 25 minutes the next week and bring Wolford in. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised, bro, to be honest. But, yeah. Good win from the Raiders. Finally get one uh, on the books for this year. Takes them now as not one of the teams who have started 0-3. We ready to move into Teamless. Teamless. Quick intermission. Make sure you guys are following the Instagram, Strictly Footy Pod. Hit the link, train the bio. Everything will come up there for you guys to access. You'll be able to access Twitter, TikTok, um, YouTube eventually when we start live streaming. Um, you'll be able to access the potty wherever you know you guys stream it from. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, I think we're on, bro. I don't know. And it's Google Podcasts. Wherever you guys need to access from, from there. Um, yeah. Keep sending your requests through in our DMs um, so we know what you guys want to see. But we'll move into team list now because this probably is what you guys want to see. So Thursday, 8 p.m., Penrith versus the Parramatta Eels at Combank Stadium. Penrith heavy favourites coming into this one. Let's get into the team lists. Straight away, I see Jack Murchie is out and Ryan Madison is in. I think Murchie picked up an injury. Yep. Uh, but looking through this, uh, so we've got Guffer at fullback, Sevo, Simonson, Penasini, Wonga, Blake. Straight forward back line, Dylan Brown and Mitch Moses are the Hubs. halves. Uh, Regan Campbell-Gillard, Junior Paulo, the props, Josh Hodgson, Hooker, Cartwright and Maddo as the second rowers. I, I don't mind that at all. Jermaine Hotgood at lock. Matt Dury. Brendan Hands is there. That's Did you not see me? I was like... Like that, bro. Of course he's there. That is a big selection. They needed to do that. And obviously, Greg McIntyre. Far out. Lucky I watched uh, New South Wales Cup and brought brought you guys that one before we even saw it. So Yes. He obviously is great. Once again, 51 tackles, zero misses. Insane. Wiramu Greg and Makahesi McIntyre. That's the other thing I wanted to say. Wiramu Greg played Thursday night in the Manly versus Parramatta game. And then played New South Wales Cup the next day. Far out. Talk about getting some K's in the legs. Oh, Johnny Bateman wouldn't be able to do that. Uh, so, Jake Arthur is the 18th man. Just same power up. I'm glad they selected a utility. Obviously, huge to have Mato back for yep. this game. Uh, quick run through Penrith. Uh, we've got Dylan Edwards at fullback, Taruva and Toto on the wing, Tungo, Crichton centers, Lil White Cleary, Leota. Fisher Harris, Mitch Kenny, Luke Garner, Liam Martin, Isaiah Yo, uh, Sonny Luke, Scott Sorensen, Spencer Lenu, and Jamin Salmon. So one to seventeen from their last win, coming off a bye. Um, 
Sonny Luke versus Brendan Hands could be very interesting to see how they play their minutes and the kind of impact that they make. Yep. I think Sonny Luke is easing himself into a bigger and bigger role every single week as he continues to just be a beast every week. Um, I'm I'm probably oh, I am leaning towards Penrith again. Yeah. Coming off a bye. It is pretty unfair that power play every team coming off a bye. Yeah, I I, I know. But Penrith, de- Ugh, yeah, oh, I think they'll win this one. Parramatta's defense in the middle has been pretty poor and that's exactly how they kind of wore down South. Yeah, I, I, I think Penrith will do Par- it and Penrith will do it. I think... Oh, the- I was going to say comfortably, but Parramatta can have good games against yeah. games like this. I'm yeah. going to go Penrith 1-12, though. Yeah, same. I'm going to go Penrith 1-12. I think Wonga, Blake, and Simonson still be in there. I would at least have brought Dunster in for Simonson. Uh, 67 appearances and 19 tries isn't the best record yep. for, a, for a winger. Uh, I would have much rather Dunster there, but obviously they see something in Simonson that we don't. I think they probably want Dunster to recover a bit for... Uh, slower and get a recover a bit better yep. so he's not rushed back from a huge ACL injury but yeah I Tyron Peachy on the reserves obviously people thought they won that trade he hasn't played um, I think yeah I think Penrith get the job done don't know if it'll be pretty I think it'll be one of those kind of scrappy hard hitting kind of games yep. uh, uh, I still think 1-12 to 12. yeah I'm with you I, I reckon lock Dylan Edwards in for a try as well. Okay. You sound pretty confident. Just Parramatta gave up three to Kennedy. Yep. Gave up one to Meany. Gave up two to Tommy. Oh, yeah, okay. Straight down the middle, I think Edwards will get one. Yeah. All right. That's, that's all I've really got to say about these team lists. Penrith 1-12. Um, what? Edwards hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, uh, Melbourne fighting Jerome Hughes' charge. Yep. Brilliant. Well, Munster and Hughes have been named. Hang on, what's your tip? What, Penrith 1 to 12? Yeah, all right. Munster and Hughes have been named. Moving on to the Melbourne Storm versus the West Tigers. Uh, as you can see, Sua Falongo is in the reserves. Cam Munster has come back. Uh, Aaron Penne is in as well. Hold up. My man's walking out of <laughs> of the room. Uh, looks like I'll go through both of them. But uh, Nick Meany at fullback, Warbrook and Coates on the wing, Remus Smith, Justin Olam as the centres, Cam Munster and Jaram Hughes are the highs, Kamakamika and Welsh, Harry Grant, Trent Liero, Ellie Katoa and Josh King. Um, looking at this, Tyron Wishart, is the uh, interchange Alec McDonald, Tarek Sims, and Bronson Garlic? Have you seen this stupid team? Hang on, I'll get to it. No, or do you want to go through the Tigers? I just finished going through Melbourne. They're unchanged apart from Munsters in. I can't even read it. I'm so dumb. I'm so dumb. What is that? Hang on, what do you. Look at the 17th man and then the reserve. What, Lauren Safoff? Look at the 17th man and then the... Oh! That's actually... That's cooked. Okay, guys. So, we've got Dewey at fullback, which is what we're expecting. Noss being dropped. Staines and Tupa. I think we both agree with that. Naden and Kepa Owa start in the centres. Um, 
from all reports, Kepa Iowa is changing into a second role, but it looks like he's starting in the centers this week. Wakeham and Brooks are the halves. Stefano and Clemmer start as the props. Appy is the hooker. Ipap and Bateman start as a second row. Jeez, that's a great back row. Um, Fanor Pole at lock looked pretty good last week. Laurie is the utility with Twal, Bloor, and Safarth on the bench. Now, what Tom's blown up about is Joe Offerhangawi is in the reserves. That's an absolute shocker. You want to come back, bro? I have no words, honestly. They're, they're kind of you, bro. I don't care. I have no words. So, I think we're both going Melbourne 13 plus. What does this club see in Safarth? What do they see? Anyway, yeah, Tigers, I don't know what you're doing here, to be honest. I don't see Laurie's utility value either. I don't know how they're going to fit him into the team when he comes on. Oh, it's almost a Michael Maguire decision to pick team. Oh, I'm going Melbourne 13 plus in this one. I think Tom's going to do the same. He's absolutely fuming next to me right now. Hughes' charge won't get overturned, so he won't play. Is Pezzett on the reserves? Yep. Yeah, Hughes won't play. Munster's still got to pass a fitness test. There's no way Hughes gets overturned. That was horrendous. No, it won't. Well, it's Melbourne's up my... Um, I don't think Munster will play either. I think he will. And if he does, we've seen he struggles without Hughes. Yeah. So I go Tigers 1-12. to They need a win. Do you think the Tigers are going to win? I think they give them a good run for their money after what I saw last week. I'm going to go Melbourne 13. I don't think... No, nah, Melbourne's attack hasn't looked that good. I, I don't think Meany's a fullback. He's been I good. I think with Munster back, it'll be all right. I don't know. I know Tigers 1-12. I can't... I, I can't even fathom... Move on. Next game. The next Friday night game. The team is so stupid. <laughs> At 8 p.m. I've never wanted to sack a coach after four games more. What is that? Uh, anyway. Safe bath. Like, at least pick Matamua or Tubith or someone. This... <sighs> Next. We've got, we got the Brisbane Derby or the, or the so-called rivals. We've got Dolphins versus the Broncos. Broncos heavy favourites. Um, Looking at this, both teams are unchanged. Jock Madden comes into the reserves. Obviously, he's been tearing it up in reserve grade. Had three try assists Broncos this week and two last week with a try. Broncos on the 12th. Oh, Lemuelu starts in the second row because I think Kenny Bromwich is... No Kafusi is suspended. No Kafusi's been named. Kenny Bromwich is out. What? He's facing through... Okay. Apparently, you can name people that can't even play now. <laughs> They're challenging it, but where, where, yeah. where is Kenny Bromwich? Oh, Kenny Bromwich is playing prop. I'm not kidding. And then they've got Wallace, Mark Nichols, Ray Stone, and Mason Teague. Donna, Bron- he's been dropped. Give me Bronco setting a pass. I'm going Broncos 13 plus as well. Flagler's got the starting position over what Jensen. Is that? Yeah. I'm quite confused by this. Broncos 13 plus. Yeah. Broncos 13 plus. This would be a bloodbath, actually. 
I think so too. 20 Good plus. for my Reese Walsh Supercoach. Beautiful. Great stuff. Yeah. Another Queensland derby. Cowboys versus Titans. Uh, Ooh. Hello. Am I missing something? Ruben Cotter's out. <laughs> Bye. For what? He's done nothing. He's probably injured. Yeah. Probably but... got injured carrying the water bottles around. <laughs> All right, mate. You want to go through the Cowboys team? Cowboys are unchanged apart from Cotter. Tom Chester starts at fullback. Kyle Felt, Murray Talongi on the wing. Valentine Holmes, Shibasaki at the centers. Dearden and Townsend are the highs. And McLean and Griffin Neem starting in the front row. Neem slots in to replace um, Cotter. Uh, Robson or Hooker. Cohen Hess, Nanai, or Nane, that was a call on him. And Talmalola on the, at lock. Uh, Jake Granville is the utility. Halem Lukey is back. Uh, he actually injury. played last week. Oh, did he? Yeah. Yeah, I missed it. Halem Lukey is on the interchange with Jermaine Tanoa Brown and James Tamo. Yeah. Uh, unchanged for the Cowboys apart from Cotter is out. And um, Griffin Name takes his spot. And then what, Tanoa Brown on the bench? Yep. Yep. So, not much to talk about there for the Cowboys. Kind of surprised it went unchanged after the way they've started, to be honest. For the Titans, looks like it's unchanged too. AJ Brimson's at fullback with Khan Pereira and Sami on the wings. JJ Fafita still out with a knee injury. Brian Kelly and Aaron Shop in the centres. Foran and Tanner Boyd are the halves. Mo Fortawaka and Tino are the props. Chris Randall starts at nine. Uh, for Verrill, who's injured his collarbone, he'll be at six to ten weeks. For Fido and Stimson, start the second row. Isaac Liu at lock. Aaron Clark, Joe Vuno, and Isaac Fasua Maliawi are the interchanges with Jaden Campbell as the utility. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What do you think happens in this one? Do you I, think Cowboys bounce back? I've just changed the Titans. You you think the I think Cowboys lose this one? Yep. That team does not look strong on me at all. Maybe that's reactionary. Maybe it's just... But that team doesn't look strong to me. If you if you presented me a team... I know that. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Yep. If you presented me a team with Tom Chester at fullback, Shibasaki in the centres, Griffin Neem and Jordan McClay in the front row, Cohen Hess at second row, Tamo on the bench with Granville at utility, that's not a good team. Chester, Chester's not working at fullback. It's not working. I know they don't have another option because Drinkwater is suspended, but this team is very reliant on what Drinkwater can do around the ruck and with the ball in his hand, and Chester doesn't provide that. Obviously, that's no hit on him. He's not the level of Drinkwater yet. Uh, I thought Shibasaki was poor last week against Warriors. Yep, agreed. And oh. if I had to make a change, probably would have put, you know, Whoever else they have there. Titans looked okay. The Titans can score week. points. My theory is the Titans can score points and the Cowboys can't defend them. Yeah, at the you know what? That's a fair enough point as well. Yeah, you know what? You, you've convinced me a little bit. I know. Oh, they also the Dragons. But that was a classic Dragons round one. Yeah, okay. You know what? I'll, I'll, I'll stick with it. Titans 1 to 12. Titans 1 to 12. I don't mind that. I think if they're going to keep uh, going with this four and Campbell thing, yep. I think that could actually kill the Cowboys as well because their forwards look very slow. Yep. Hesset in the back row is not working at all. He looks like a front rower playing center. 
Yeah, I agree with you. Next game, 7.35, South versus Manly. South are favourites. Yep. I already know who I want to tip in this one because I'm a bias fan and South are missing some middles, so I'll let you go through South's team. The Rabbitohs. Latrell Mitchell starts a fullback with Alex Johnson and Isaac Thompson as the wings. Isaiah Tass and Campbell Graham. Campbell Graham, almost their player of the year at the moment, are the centers. Cody Walker and Elias are the halves. Uh, Daniel Saluka for Fida and Thomas Burgess are the front rowers with Damian Cook at nine. Kayon Kaloma Matangi and Jacob Host are the second row with Cam Murray at lock. Blake Taff is the utility. Cheekam, Davi Mawale, and Jed Cartwright are the interchange. Is Totola injured? Yep, Totola's injured. Shaq Mitchell's injured. Harpsella is injured. You know what? They've actually filled that void quite well I expected it to look worse but host Cheekam I'm not yeah it's alright Manly's I'm not, unchanged I'm not so. really Tommy at fullback two Paludu and Garrick on the wings Parker and Cooler in the centres Schuster and Daly Cherry Evans are the halves Paseca Jake as the props Croker is the dummy half Ola Kawatu and Kelmar are the second rowers. LEA starts at lock. Kaya Weeks as the utility with Burbo, Ethan Bullimore, and Sean Kepi. I'm probably leaning towards South because I don't think they go one and three to start the year. I've obviously got a bias factor, so I'm leaning towards Manly one to twelve. Look, bro, I tip the Tigers and they have safe half on the bench, so anything like, feel free. <laughs> Feel free. I'm tipping Manly. Um, oh, I just don't know. I think we'll target the middle, but it's not our strong point. I think our forwards have been better, a lot better than what I was expecting this year. I think that's the only reason I'm going to go with us. If, I'm a bit. I'm actually concerned about Blake Taff because he bro. has destroyed us recently. All right. What? Nothing, bro. You're concerned about Blake Taft's your biggest concern. I would the team with the trail, Campbell Graham, Cody Walker, got, Damian. No, Cook, no, no, Cameron, no, no. Okay, but Blake Taft will play better than what? Like he'll have the biggest upside again. He he just seems to destroy us. He destroyed us in the trial and the two games we played trial. last year. He absolutely destroyed us as well. You see the Tigers in the trial? They look like world beaters. Mate, I have. Absolutely. Like, I haven't seen a game. Actually, that, that's a lie. Um, but Blake's half in the last three times he's played Manly has scored a try. So. Really? Yeah, 100%. So. Uh, I'm going to go Manly 1-12. to 12. I, I think we might be able to do it. But in saying that, if we have another absolute lapse in concentration fest where we concede five tries in the last five minutes of both halves. So three in the last five minutes of the first half, two in the last five minutes can of the it, second half. Can everyone just excuse South my Absolutely destroy it. South will kill us if we do that. So we've got to make sure that's a point that we really um, we really make sure that we're just concentrated for the full 80. But otherwise, I'm going Manly one to twelve. I'm, I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go with the bunnies. I think you know what we saw from uh, Manly's defence last week. I think there's still a bit of concern there. Um, I think South have the attack to kind of shred it up. They've played two kind of really good defensive teams 
um, in the past couple of weeks. I mean, the Roosters were good defensively on the occasion. They haven't been the greatest defensively all year, but um, yeah, I think that South need to bounce back and I think, you know, they just have the star power to do yeah. so. I think Cam Murray's kind of going to dominate that middle a little bit. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, we saw it with Hopgood, yeah. RCG, Paulo, so Paulo. I think, yeah, Cam Murray will have a bit of a field day. I think Kalama Tuggy and Olakar too is the kind of the matchup to watch. Uh, I know they play on different edges, but they'll both be looking to prove something. So, yeah, I'll be watching... It's a, it's a forwards game, and I think at the moment I'd probably give the edge to South in terms Fair of enough. Yeah, no, I can say I, I think this will be a close one, to be honest. I'm going to be a very close one. It'll go down to the wire. It's another big test for Manly. I mean, if, Man, if Manly can win this one, then, I mean, I, I'll probably be too overly excited by it, but... Yep. It's fair play. But, like, if South come out and destroy them, I'll be very disappointed. Okay. So, yeah, big big test for Manly. I'll back him to win 1-12. Yeah, I'll go South 1-12. I don't think it'll be a blowout. I just think South probably got a bit too much quality for this one, especially at home. That's fair enough. First Sunday game, 2 p.m., Warriors versus the Bulldogs. There's three Sunday games this week. Yeah. Has there always been that? Yeah, you think, bro. You think there's been three Sunday games every week? No. No. It's okay, it's Saturday. Okay, this is confusing me. Anyway, 2 p.m., Warriors vs. Bulldogs. Obviously, that'll be 5 p.m. New Zealand time. In in Mouthborough. Oh, hello. Bulldog, uh, Warriors are betting favourites at the moment. Barnett and Wade Egan out. Oh. Nickel Clockstat is back in. I see Josh Curran back in. He tore it up in reserve grade. Yeah. up is in. I'm assuming he's going to be in the reserves. I'll let you go through the Warriors team. Um, okay. Charles Nicol-Cogstad returns at fullback. Edward Cossey and Marcelo Montoya are the wing. Filiami Vialia and Adam Pompey are the centres. Tamara Martin and Sean Johnson in the halves. AFB and Bunty Ofoa start up front again with Freddie Lussick at nine. Jackson Ford and Murata Niakore with Tohu Harris finish out the second row and on the bench... Dylan Walker, Bailey Siren, and Jazz Tavanga, and Tom Ale. Josh Curran. Curran's the replacement. He's 18th man. He tore it up in reserve grade last week, like I said, but... It's good to see Viola getting another run. I know um, there is yep. an injury, but good to see him. Do you think Wade Egan's a bit of a loss for this team? What do you reckon? Well, obviously, yes, but do you think it's going to be too much to overcome? Yes. It, the enough. way he's managed the game for them yep. to start this year um, has been instrumental. He's marched True. the halves around. He's marched the defense around. He's made over 40 tackles basically every game. Agree. Um, I think, especially through the middle, the Bulldogs like to play through the middle with Birdo, kick out. Uh, they like Max King hitting the ball. So Reed Marnie loves to play short through the middle as well. I think, yeah, the the dogs will get this one done. I think Wade Egan and Mitch Barnett are both huge losses. Agreed. And the Bulldogs are unchanged. Hayes Perham at fullback. Kiraz and Adokar on the wings. Avarillo and Alamotti as the centers. Berto and Flanagan in the halves. King and Sutton are the starting props with Reid Miney at hooker. Jacob Preston and Viliami kick out of the second rollers. Fatala Mariner at lock. Ockenbore, for some reason, still on the bench. Corey Waddell, Jaden Tanner, and Farmanu Brown. Yep. I'm going Bulldogs probably 1-12 to 12 just because it's New Zealand. I'm going to be honest. The Bulldogs pack is so weak at the moment in the middle without Tavita Pangai. And 
those type of guys. They've got Max King, Ryan Sutton. They're not slackers, but... Is Andrew Davey on the reserves? Is he's, he he's out with a head knock. Okay. He's been out for a few weeks, so I'm a bit concerned about that one. Farmanu Brown's become a lock, but he's small for a middle player. Yeah. Waddell's a second rower. Jaden Tanner. Yep. The man, the myth, the legend. What are they making Ockenbaugh? Is he a prop now? Uh, no second row, maybe. I want to see how they used him last week. They didn't. They didn't? No. He didn't play? No. Yep, didn't think so. Makes no sense. I'm going go to go Bulldogs 1 to 12. I'm going to go Bulldogs 1 to 12 just because New Zealand, I think Warriors can kind of hold down fort. I don't think they'll be able to last okay. the entire game, though. The NRL website is spazzing out I've with got, his Knights a, team. Yeah. Moving on. Oh, sorry, yeah. Do we, <laughs> That's the Knights versus the Raiders at 4 o'clock in Newcastle, I believe. Uh, the Knights, Lockie Miller starts a fullback, Hummel Hunt and Greg Marzu are the wingers, so Dom Young has been dropped. Uh, Bradman Best and Day and Gagai are the centres with uh, Tyson Gamble and Jacko Hastings as the halves. Daniel Saifidi starts a prop with Leo Thompson as the other. Jaden Braley starts at nine. Brody Jones and Lachlan Fitzgibbon in the second row with Kurt Mann at lock. He returns. Phoenix Crossland, Jack Hetherington, Matt Croker and Jack Johns make up the bench. Tyson Frizzell is on the reserve, so I assume he's probably racing the clock to come back. Yep. Um, Not a bad Kurt Mann, team. Kurt Mann back, Jaden Braley back. Not a bad night's team by any means. Oh, man, I'm on an iron about this one. Um, looking at the Canberra team, uh, they've got the same back line as last week, which I didn't like. Um, Seb Chris at fullback, Schiller and Hopperwadi on the wing, Tomoko and Harley Smith-Shields in the centre, White and Fogarty's the Haas, I think. Big Papa. That's probably the... Uh, Big Papa. The main point of camera last week. Big Papa. Big Papa's back. Yes. With Joe Tarpany yes. as the props. Wolford does start at nine, so you're right, Tom. Tommy Starling is the um, interchange, the the utility. Hudson Young, Elliot Whitehead, second rollers. Howard and I are at lock. Sami Solo at prop. Emre Gula as well on the bench. And Corey Horsburgh. Yep. I'm going to go Canberra 1-12. to 12. Look, I'm looking at this. Papa Lee is back. Knights have Brayley back. They have Still, no Ponga. Back. Still no Ponga. Still no Ponga. I thought Gamble did all right last week. Mars is in. <laughs> Canberra's not playing in Canberra this week, and they always get up against Cronulla. I think they might fade a little bit in this one. You're going to go the Knights? go Knights once Ooh, okay. All right. That is not what I thought you were going to tip. I'm going to stick solid with Canberra 1-12. Um, I think last week they showed their resilience against the Sharks, whether or not you guys think that's a legitimate win or not. Um, I just think, you know, their back line obviously isn't the greatest, but they got the better of the halves. And I think the halves and their pack is much better than anything Newcastle has to offer. So I'm, for that reason, I'm going to swing Canberra. Look, oh, I feel like an idiot for tipping the Knights, but I don't know why. I just have this feeling that they'll come out and win this one. It's fair enough, but, but I think Canberra looked better on paper as well. Ugh. I'm going to go with it. Knights? Yeah, I'm going with the upset. Full sender, eh? I've had a shocker to start the year in tips, so... Yeah, I've got geez. 10. I've tipped one in round two. Hopefully, hopefully it comes off. Final game of the round, 6-15, Dragons versus the Sharks. Sharks, not as heavy favourites as I thought they'd be. Yeah, it's always these Dragons games. They, um... 
super clunky, super scrappy, and the Sharks, you know. There's one name that I care about on this yeah, whole team and it's, list. it's there. Yep. <laughs> Do you want to read Dragons? I'll, go, I'll run through the Dragons. They are unchanged, I believe. Yes, they are. Nope. Toby Couchman. Oh, he's back. The absolute go is he's back. He's back. Tyros. Sorry, sorry about just, that. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, Taros Lowe starts a fullback with Matt Fine and Mikhaili Ravalawa on the wing. Moses Sutley and Zach Lomax in the centres. I don't think that centre swappers look too bad to start start the season. No. I, 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 think, think, Raver okay. and, I think it's looked okay. Raver and Sully are holding up quite yep. well over on that edge. Uh, Jaden Sullivan and Ben Hunt are the halves. Francis Moller and Blake Laurie are the starting front row with Moses Embi at nine. Uh, ben Murdoch Masilla has been very impressive also to start the year with Jaden Sur in the second row, Jack Burnett Lock. Uh, on the bench, Jacob Little, Zayton Musgrove, Toby Couchman returns with Josh Kerr in the 17. So still no Jack DeBellin. Yeah. Round four to five was okay. the prediction. So probably next round. Telltale Moon is on the reserves also. I wouldn't be surprised if you see him come in. Yeah, neither. Going through the Sharks team, obviously no Connor Tracy, so we're sad about that. Will Kennedy at fullback, Sione Katoa, Mulatala on the wing, Jesse Ramian and Talakai in the centres, Moylan and Hines are the halves, uh, Toby Rudolph and Hamon Nueli are the props, Blake Braley's hooker, Nicor and Teague Wilton second row, Locke Dalfinukin. Uh, McInnes, Royce Hunt, Oregon Kafusi, Brayden Trindle round off the bench. It's exactly what I was expecting from Canola for being yeah. No, I'm never going to drop Trindle. Never going. Yeah. He's been in. He's been in great form. When, like I, when I didn't see him at 14 there, I got a little bit worried, but he's at 17, so that's that's fine. Um, all I'm going to say, I, I, I'm not going down the, the the track of picking another upset here. Okay. But Dragons I'm are going Cronulla, but it's not even that it's in Cogra. These two historically play absolutely atrocious, yeah. scrappy games. Yeah. Now, the last meeting was 24-18. Sharks should have absolutely dominated the Dragons, but they didn't. Sharks went toe-to-toe with them, scored in the last 15 minutes, won the game. Mm-hmm. Time before that, 13-12. What about 36-12, bro? You missed that one? Oh, okay. Never mind. Missed that one. But another one that I remember watching, I was on my way to basketball. This was a horrible game as well. Connor what? Tracy scored in that one. Just thought I'd, Thanks. Thought I'd mention that. Thanks, bro. 13-12. That, oh, I remember this game. It was terrible. Is that Cogger as well? But at least there's a Sharks home Wasn't game. Wasn't the one where uh, Corey Norman missed like 100 field goal attempts? Yep. Yeah, I thought so. I think so. Have we got these teams... When Townsend wasn't in form either. Yeah, anyway. I think this will be another scrappy one. I think the Sharks will get it done 1-12, to 12, even though I think they're a much better team this year. But, yeah, Sharks 1-12 to 12 for me. Yeah, I'm going to... I'm going to go ahead and say Sharks 13+. plus. I think Nico Hines coming back. They're just going to be too strong. I think they kind of want to have that big win. And, yeah, I think... Sharky's 13 plus for me. Yeah, that's fair enough. I'm going to be looking to go. Oh. See, I was on an iron in Supercoach this week about whether they go Walker to Hines. Now, I couldn't find an avenue where I could make another trade to save 300k that I was willing to do. And obviously, that'd be another two trades down 
down the drain, really, because oh, I've gone trade-heavy to start the season. I didn't really want to do that. So I've ended up just going Cotter to Haas, which obviously now is a good move because Cotter's not playing. And Haas, I think, is just a better super coach option anyway. But Nico Hines, he's playing the Dragons. He's got a few easy games coming up. But I, uh, I think I'll just watch on him and see if he's something I, something I really need. Yeah. Um, I think I made a, a two trades. Which I have to slow down on because otherwise I'm going to run out. The of other trades. one I'm really looking at for next week. The other two are Tom Gilbert. It's been very good. I'm not sure whether I'm going to put him in my front row yet or my second rows. I could go if Cam Murray has another shocker of a week. I might go Cam Murray down to Tom Gilbert, and I really want to look into Ellie Katawa as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Who picked that, buddy? Because he's starting Me. to look good. Um, I've just changed Tedesco for Reese Walsh to save some cash, and Reese Walsh's price hasn't jumped, so I thought, yep, Teddy's price dropping, perfect time to hop on it. And I've got Nick Meany out in for Murray Talangi. Do you want my personal take on that? Sure. I would have gone Karaz. I was going to go Karaz, but the ownership is ridiculous. Yeah, that's fair so enough. So, I'd rather go a bit niche with Meany. Yep. He has a bit more opportunity to get some try assists and not just tries. So, with Karaz, it's basically strictly scoring. I know he makes a ton and, of meters. And but if Munster is back, Melbourne yeah. might look a lot better. Which yeah. means Meany will pick up points and goal kicking wise. Yeah. I've still got Alamotti starting this week. I probably will. I have Alamotti reserved. Run through your team. I'll run through mine. Uh, I've got... Turbo uh, at fullback. Uh, yep. Turbo at fullback. Walsh on the bench as a reserve. I've got uh, Toto Holmes, Nick Meany, and Paul Alamotti as my CC dubs. I've got Adam Dewey at six. I've got Nathan Cleary at halfback. I've got IPAP, Ellie Katoa, Jermaine Hopgood, and Jacob Preston as my two RFs. I've got Payne Haas, Stefano Utoikamano, and Jake Turbo as my front rows with Reid Marnie and Sonny Luke. Still got Jakey. Okay. Jakey's performing, bro. Fair enough. Well, he's, he's super good. decided to log me out on my 50s. phone. So I'm going to have to go to go do it on my laptop right now. Uh, Alamotti is like. Uh, you said you were starting him? Yep. I got him on my reserves as a playing reserve because Walker's out with the bye. Uh, so I've got Reese Walsh and Tommy Turbo. Might switch them. I'm not sure who I'm captaining yet. That's why I haven't really decided on whether I start or um, bench Turbo. Uh, Garrick, Holmes, Hammer, and Taruva are my CTWs. Uh, with Alamotti as a playing reserve. I've got Camper and Warbrick, but I'm not going anywhere near them at the moment. Dewey at six. Now, a lot of people are selling Dewey. Yeah. Well, I think him going to fullback actually helps Pro- supercoach-wise. Yeah, probably, probably, yeah. Um, Cleary's back into halfback. Obviously missed with the bye last week. Cam Murray, Dave Feta, Jermaine Hopgood on my second rollers. I've then gone Teague, Wilton, and Jacob Preston as playing reserves. Not playing Schuster this week. I want to stay away from that, to be honest. I think... Yeah, I don't think he's going to rack up the stats he did like he did against Parra. He may play just as good, but yeah, he's not going to have three tries every week for 59. Yeah. He had seven in base points. Sorry. So I'll staying away from him. Payne Haas and Uto Kamanu, my front rowers. Kepi and Pele aren't playing reserves. Uh, Harry Grant's my hooker and Sony Luke I'm not playing either. 
So that's my team at the moment. I am looking to go Walker to Hines somehow. That could come from uh, Cam Murray or David Fafita down to Hopgood. Not Hopgood, sorry, uh, Tom Gilbert. And I am looking to fit Kiraz in somewhere, but probably not yet. I Sticking with Holmes, Holmes to Kiraz will probably be the easiest route, but I'm going to stick with him because Cowboys still have that easy draw. Uh, they should come to life at some point. So, you think about it, he got 67, didn't really do much on the weekend at all. He'll have to yeah. go kick him when they're scoring more points. I'm going to stick yeah. with Holmes. Yeah, same. I'm um, going to stick with Holmes as well. I'm going to see how mean he goes. Um, and obviously, I'm happy with happy to run with the Walsh while they've got this pretty easy run off. It's a tough week to pick a captain for me because I don't know. I've gone Payne Haas. I'm not sure if Tom goes... It depends how Manly come out against South, I guess, yeah. but not sure about Tommy. Clear, he's coming off a bye, but uh, he's got a tough game against Parra and he historically doesn't usually score well against Parra. Or yeah. I'm, I'm not a super coach. Like, I haven't played it in previous years, but... From what I remember, he doesn't play good against Para, so I'm assuming he doesn't get super coach points against Para. Yeah. Um, I think I might go Harry Grant, to be honest. No disrespect to the Tigers, but no, I, I right, might go man. Harry Grant. I think I've, I've gone Payne Haas. And I'll VC Cleary because he's playing on Thursday night. I have gone Payne Haas because he's in electrifying form at the moment. Yeah, I agree with that. Averaging what? about 70 he had over 200 run meters last game he played like 55 minutes yeah it was ridiculous Thomas Flugler as well was was great I forgot to mention that Paul Kenny Bromwich is going to get absolutely steamrolled I think so yeah (laughs) just saying Payne Haas does not want to lose his game so you know sometimes you've got to bring a bring a bit of reality into your captain so so that's what I'm running this week but um yeah, I don't have much else to say. That's been our round review. Teamless reactions had a bit of a blow up there with the Tigers team. So, uh, what, what are you thinking, bro? I was just reading Twitter. <laughs> They're blasting the Tigers. Alex Safarth playing over Joe Off Hangawi is an absolute crime. It is. The Tigers. Oh. The Tigers, they need to use him properly. Off, off, that's all it is. He was so good towards the end oh, of last To be year. fair, Joe has been injured for the, basically the whole preseason, so maybe they want to give a couple uh, rests. Well, the the um, overarching factor there would be whether he plays reserve grade or not. I doubt it. If he doesn't, then maybe you can look into that. If he does, then I think it's just a ridiculous call. Listen to this Fox League headline. Tim Sheens have Tim Sheens have made a desperate switch to his spine, hoping to spark Tigers resurgence. You wanna hear the other headline I saw the other day? After three rounds. Keep in mind it's been three rounds. Maybe I'm biased. I don't really care. Um Tigers facing second spoon as Bateman's debut <laughs> falls flat. Didn't realise you won the spoon round three. I I also saw Parramatta's season is over. Final search dashed. Dashed. <laughs> Parramatta got 0 and 5. They will. I'm not they'll gonna, still I'm make look, the 8 in my opinion. I'm not, ooh, or they'll, they'll beat top 9. 
it's going to be rough from here. They've got an easy draw. It's going to be that. rough from here with me. I do not know where that ball's at. Honestly, neither do I. Well, we'll just wrap it up then. <laughs> right, wait, 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 wait. Nah, it hasn't paused for that long. I might have just hit the button. Why is that? Because we started recording at like 3.30. Well, we're a minute 50. We're an hour 15 in. Yeah, it's not that far. We would have got all our... I think we wrapped up team list about an hour five. I think we'll be right. You reckon? Yeah. I think... Uh, maybe I thought, maybe when I went like this, I've accidentally swiped the button and it's paused. Yeah, I, I thought... Uh, anyway, guys, sorry about that. We don't know where that's cut off, but... um. Probably missed a lot of our super coach talk. And oh, I mean, that. I don't know. Probably just more talking about the Tigers headlines. <laughs> well, I, I, just, say, I just, I thought we finished our round wrap up at forty. No, it was like thirty something. All right, fair enough. Be sweet, bro. It was like thirty-five, and then we ran through team was pretty quick. Trust. You be sweet. All right. We'll go back and look through it afterwards. But um, that's going to be the end of our team list Wednesday. Round wrap-up. Review everything. So some good signs, some bad signs, some good team lists, some bad team lists. You've heard our tips for this week. I've got them written down. Read them out. Read them out for the viewers. So we both tip Penrith 1-12 on Thursday night. I've gone with the Tigers 1-12 against Melbourne and Jared's on the uh, Melbourne 13 plus. So very different. We've both gone for Brisbane 13 plus. We've both gone for Gold Coast 1-12. I've gone for South 1-12. Jared's gone for Manly 1-12. Both gone for Bulldogs 1-12. I've gone for Canberra uh, 1-12. Jared's gone for Newcastle one to twelve. I've tipped, we both tipped Cronulla, but I've gone thirteen plus, and Jared's gone one to twelve. So that's been it, guys. Yes, sir. As always, thank you for listening in. But feel free to give us feedback down below or below where we post that the podcast is out. Um, next uh, podcast will probably be an updated ladder predictions based off the first three rounds and how each team has started. Um, so, yeah, guys, as always, stay blessed. Catch you later. See you later. Sorry about the pausing again. Far as so annoying.